0: Hello and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today we're talking about ways that you can streamline your content creation because I'm sure if you're anything like me and you're building a personal brand online, This is sometimes a bit of a bugbear, particularly, I think, when you're starting out on your own or you're just starting to get VAs and freelancers to assist you. But even then, communicating exactly what you want and guaranteeing that it's good quality can be a bit of an issue. So today I've brought in, I brought in to speak with us today, Josh Barney, who is the founder of We Imagine Media. And I'm going to let him describe what it is that they do in terms of content creation shortly. But hello, Josh, and welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Anna. Thank you so much for inviting me onto the show.
0: So, we met a few weeks ago at EMC Entrepreneurs Marketing Conference, which is run by Einstein Marketers, Marketeers, Marketers, of which Josh is one of the creators and one of the people involved in that business. And Josh's talk was all about how you make your content better and actually shared with us some incredible tools that you can use behind the scenes that you might not be aware of if you're designing your own content. But he's actually brought to market something that I think might make your life a little bit easier. So Josh, tell us a little bit about what it is you're doing and what you've built with We Imagine Media.
1: Yeah, so earlier this year, we created a sort of full service content repurposing system. So we take things like blogs, podcasts, videos, ebooks, video courses, even Zoom calls, and we turn them into social media posts. So we repurpose them, we cut out the snippets, we change the media, and we find the best, most interesting segments of them, and we turn them into awesome little snippets of social media posts. So, for instance, one podcast can become tons, weeks, if not months of social media content for all your social media channels. We built out a awesome platform that basically plugs you into a professional creator on the other side and you add your content like your podcast, you upload it there and it goes through to your creator who has your brand attached and they repurpose it for you based on your brand profile.
0: So you're basically bringing in experts, people who are are brilliant at looking at your content and working out how to make it much more visually appealing and then designing it under your brand. And I I think one of the challenges when you're running your own business is finding the right support to go and do these things for you. And one of the things that appealed to me when I was hearing about your business model was that you're not paying per, you know, you can have three audiograms and five social media posts. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is we will make that content go much further. Why do you think that's important for someone running a business? Well,
1: personally, I think repurposing content is the most scalable content strategy, especially in terms of time. I mean, like you just said about specialists, when you outsource something like content creation, It's very easy for that content creator to to water down your messages, to miss the key points, miss your key takeaways. And that's why we really do focus on repurposing content. Things like podcasts, you know, there's so many different snippets in there, so much value in there. Um, When someone speaks passionately about an industry that they know and they love, it makes such a big impact on an audience. Whereas when you outsource content creation to someone else to come up with the ideas who doesn't know your industry inside out, you lose so much of that. And in terms of a strategy that actually is scalable and gets the results and the engagement that your passion deserves about your industry, about helping those people who you'd like to solve problems for, there is no better way than repurposing content in my experience of content creation.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm sold on that. I mean, as a, someone who's doing regular lives, regular podcasts, regular trainings, mm-hmm. regular social media posts, how often do we see that we create something and it's pretty much disappeared off Facebook within 24 hours. But if you're wow. creating from just deliver, live delivering once potentially, and then you've got you know a month's worth of content off the back of that. That's extremely powerful for your business because you're not constantly thinking, oh my God, what have I got to put on social media? What am I going to create from scratch? How am I going to do this? And I think one of the traps that a lot of earlier stage entrepreneurs fall into is that they'll go and use Canva or PicMonkey and use some of the templates on there. But the problem is everyone's ends up looking the same and feeling the same. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. The templates on these websites are very, very accessible, but they also... Leads to a lot of sort of audience blindness, mm. especially with stock images. I don't know if you see these ones with like sort of quotes, and half the image is like a stock image. These are things that audiences see all over social media every single and day. When they're scrolling through those feeds, aha, they're completely blind to it. It doesn't capture their attention, it doesn't inspire them, and it doesn't get across your point in a personal way. I think when you're first creating content, you have to look at how you're going to help people. So you need to educate them or entertain them. Then the next layer, you really need to think about your branding. And this is important that you don't fall into the trap of templates and stock images because a brand is how you make your audience feel much more than how your post looks. And if Mm -hmm. you're making your audience feel nothing, then your branding is completely off the mark. And by using templates and stock images, you really are Making your audience feel absolutely
0: Really, lovely. really good point there. I think people get in the trap of thinking, I've just got to put out some content. I've just, it's just something's got to go up and I'll do some generic post, but I'll put it in my colours. Mm-hmm. And actually, yes, you are ticking off that checklist of I've put content out there, but you haven't done anything that makes people sit up and notice or, or have a reaction. And actually, mm-hmm. we're humans. We're led by our emotion very much. So how, how can someone tell whether the content they're putting out is good enough how do we know this
1: normally i think the best way to judge content is obviously by engagement i find that the best of the engagement is conversations so starting conversations with your audience sometimes you need to go away from your channel so you need to go and speak to your audience on their level about their content to bring them back and have conversations with you about yours you know social media is a two-way street. You can't just put things out there and expect people to come to you. You also have to go out there to start with especially and start having these regular conversations with people. And when you consistently create great content, you'll consistently have or start conversations with your audience. So it's not something that happens overnight. You can't just post something on the first day and immediately you're going to have 30 comments on there, you know?
0: I wish to God someone had told me that right at the start of my <laughs> business four and a half years ago, where I thought launching uh-huh. my business was literally the same day as doing my first post on my Facebook page because I was totally mm-hmm. clueless. but no, it's it's an ongoing conversation and an ongoing awareness, but you want people to be aware of you for the right thing and for quality. I think that's Absolutely. important.
1: Absolutely. Quality is really, really important. It's important to reach people in all different forms and provide quality in those forms like multimedia. So obviously, I know you specialize in audio, but there is obviously video to think of at the back of audio. There's also written and imagery. And a lot of people miss the mark by only focusing on one form of media, like high quality, whereas people like to consume content in all different ways. They some people prefer watching videos, their entire social media feeds are videos. Others yeah. are static image posts. And it's important that you provide quality across the board in all these different media forms. Yeah.
0: So what brought you into what you're doing now, Josh? What's your background?
1: So my background is as a writer. I actually went to university, studied uh, English and writing. After university, I got, well, I had a little period after university where I, probably six months to a year where I was feeling quite lost. I didn't know what to do. I don't know if it's something about institutional education, but you feel very safe when you're in it. And mm-hmm. they, it's almost like, it's kind of like a little trick, I think. They make you feel I like think, everything's going to be fine.
0: Particularly when you've done creative type courses. I did English literature as well. I can remember that feeling of, well, well what mm-hmm. now? What now that I'm not in the big, bad world and I haven't trained to be in corporate? Where do I go from here? What does the world look like?
1: Uh huh. And um, I, I don't know. It took it took me some time, six months to a year, and I felt really lost at the time. I eventually got a job as like a junior writer for a sort of middlish size company, and this is probably about ten years ago now. So the internet was still fairly. I mean, it was very popular, but it wasn't as established as it is now. And I was writing all sorts of rubbish things, product descriptions, little blog intros, website snippets on welcome pages you know these sorts of things and um really didn't live up to my expectation of what I thought life would be like in fact
0: a a degree educated writer could could uh, be doing with their talents
1: absolutely so I mean after a while I mean I stuck with it thinking perhaps this is going to get better you know yeah maybe for a year and a half I was there and in the end I just couldn't face writing another product description, (laughs) like SEO optimized, all the rest of it, you know, just packing keywords in. It was basically being able to string out a bunch of keywords in a way that appealed to search engines and made sense to readers, right? So I left there and um, I think that's when I started to realize that I don't have to work for someone else. You know, I started to unlearn a lot of the things that I'd learned. At university and in education that have helped me get to where I am now. A lot of people talk about how important it is to keep learning, but it's also important to unlearn a lot of things yeah. that
0: to break away from right. the institutional structures that hold our hold. We think hold our world <laughs> together, and actually, life doesn't fall apart if you don't follow the the narrow the yellow brick road. I don't know where that came from, but we'll go with that yeah. analogy for today. <laughs> and so now you you've created We Imagine Media, and where did this where did this stem from?
1: So I was working for Einstein Marketer um, and part of my work there as director, I was managing the content, the content side of the business. So as part of that, I was also writing a blog for Einstein Marketer, which I, I just love writing. So it was something I was more than happy to do on a weekly basis. We had a social media manager, but at the time after, I think he was there for a couple of years at the time, he wanted to do something else. So he wanted to actually move into the, the Facebook ads management for our clients. We wanted to be an account manager and decided to let them do that. And then a space became clear for social media, creator and manager. So I was thinking, how are we going to solve this problem immediately? So instead of hiring someone out, my first thought was, right, I've got all this content inside these blogs every single week, new stuff, amazing takeaways to the audience about content marketing, social media marketing, all our our strengths, and we're not using them all to their maximum. So I was like, okay, let's just hire someone who can find these small parts and turn them into social media content. So it took a little bit of training, maybe a week, sat down with this, like a VA, who came from a design background. And I showed them how to find the best piece of content within the content, what snippets work really well on social media, how they can design them in a way that's best for the audience to sort of take in, you know? Mm-hmm. And after a little while, we got down we got down into a great rhythm and I was like, surely there must be a solution for this. Surely there's someone else that offers some sort of service to other people in our situation, you know, for businesses... Who perhaps in a middle ground between being able to hire someone that costs two or three thousand pounds a month as a full time position, but also wants to hire someone that they can trust and can create great content and doesn't know about content and training them up. Mm. And that is where the idea for We Imagine Media came.
0: Uh, and I love that because as an entrepreneur, you realize there's a need for this. If I have this need, other entrepreneurs are going to have this need. And so, absolutely.
1: The, yeah. Yeah. I so. mean, I think the best businesses come from. A place where from people who know a lot about their industry and spot the opportunity, you know, a gap for people who can be served, who have a problem that needs solving. And I think or I hope that's what our business does. And that's what it seems to do for our existing members anyway.
0: Amazing. So where can people come and find out about it then, Josh? What's the best place to go? They can
1: find us. The best way is just to come straight to our website, which is at weimagine.media. Okay. We imagine dot media.
0: Uh-huh. Great. We'll make sure that that's in the show notes underneath. And I agree. I think when you notice that you have some expertise in an area, and there's there's some people that are being underserved, what why don't why don't you fill that gap? I've certainly, for me at the moment, I was saying to Josh off air. I'm not announcing it publicly yet. We've got something that we're building behind the scenes because I've had my eyes opened up to the fact that there's an opportunity, and I think that mm-hmm. some of the best businesses. That's the thing we're good at as entrepreneurs. We see the gap, we decide we're going to fill it and you put your energy and you take the action to make it happen. Thank you so much for coming on today, Josh. Go check them out, We Imagine Media. Um, And, you know, if you're struggling with your content, why wouldn't you want to engage people to work with you that are going to be sensitive to your brand requirement and can work on great deadlines as well with quick turnaround? So definitely go check them out. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Anna